You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. We have come to realize how important it is to be led by the Spirit, which by dint of our new birth has become our natural habitat. And we are to be conscious of that fact so that we can be led in the truth. We have also become accustomed to the fact that being led by the Spirit is being led by God's wisdom. True or false? Okay. So you are led in God's wisdom. When you are led by the Spirit. And we have seen how God's wisdom is so counter to the wisdom of the world and how the wisdom of the world comes to nothing. And so we realize why the world goes on in cycles every now and then because men have moved away from living God's wisdom, living by God's spirit, to living by their own spirit, and therefore their own wisdom. And we looked at King Solomon as our case study, whose father showed him the way and brought him to that place of understanding where he must live and be led by God's spirit, in other words, God's wisdom. As a matter of fact, God told him 
that he has received his wisdom, which obviously is by his spirit. And God actually told him that what he asked for was to discern between what? Good. Huh? And what? Evil. But God told him that, okay, because you have actually asked for wisdom. In other words, to live or to be led by me, I will add riches, honor. Oh, praise God. I will what? Add. Say, I will add. No, I will add. Say, I will add. Okay. Okay. Now, can you see that in Matthew 6, Jesus also told us that even the lilies of the field, how they array themselves, their glory is more than the glory of who? King Sodom. True or false? Okay. And then he also told us in Matthew 6, how you cannot serve God and what? Money. And how our eyes should be what? Single. Hello? Do you remember? And your eye is single means that your eye is full of his light, his wisdom. And he says, if your eye is dark, then how great is your darkness? Do you remember all of that? And then he also said us that, okay, we should not seek after the things that the Gentiles seek after, right? But we should seek the kingdom. Hmm? And when we seek the kingdom first, he will what? He will do what? He will do what? He will do what? He will add. So can you see God reiterating what he told Solomon? Can you see that? Can you see God reiterating what he told Solomon? What did he tell Solomon? Because he has asked for his wisdom first. Are you getting it now? He will what? Add. So can you see the consistency? So Christians seek first. God's righteousness, God's sanctification, God's redemption, which is God's wisdom in Christ. And then he adds. Is that very clear? And then he does what? He adds. Are we clear on this?
So what it is is that when we are led by his spirit or we are led by his wisdom, we are able to see things the way God will see them. And we're able to call things the way God will call them. And we're able to also do things the way God will do them. See things the way God will see them. Understand things the way God understands them. Call things the way God will call them. And do things the way God will do them. Am I clear? Am I very clear? Do you remember Genesis 2.19? What happened in Genesis 2.19? When Adam called the things, right? Named the birds of the air and named the things the way God will name them. So was he led by the Spirit? Yes. So he was able to see things the way God will see them and then call things the way God will call them. And he did things the way God will do them. So, as much as we see so much about, we hear so much about Solomon, and we see how uh, up to today, by the standards and the wisdom of the world, Solomon is regarded as one of those who were the most successful kings. True or false? But is it so in God's eyes? Which makes us realize that the wisdom of the world is very different from the... The spirit of Christ is very different from the spirit of the world. Very different. So Solomon himself now came to a point where he said he has seen that all the things the works under the earth is what? Is vanity. Ecclesiastes 1.14 and Ecclesiastes 1 verse 2. And then Proverbs 2.26. Eh, sorry, Proverbs 22.6. Train the child the way in which they should go. When they grow old, they will not depart from it. So we see how God will always want us to be trained in his way. We saw how the children were always to be, tra- were to be trained in God's way. They were to be taught in God's way. They were to bind their hands, their wrists, their forehead, I mean, their doorpost, 
when they are going to sleep, when they are waking up, they should bind them with the word of God and teach their children. So there is a pattern. There is a pattern. There is a pattern. So when we look at 1 Kings 10.23... It says, so King Solomon surpassed all the kings of the earth, watch, in riches and wisdom. Did you see that? So he had become very wise. He had become very, very wise. And the author made it clear that he surpassed all the kings of the earth in riches and what? Wisdom. Now, 1 Kings 11, 1 to 4. Says, but King Solomon loved many foreign women. <laughs> as well as the daughter of Pharaoh. Women of the Moabites. Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, Hittites. Can you see that? Oh, can you see it? From the nations of whom the Lord has said to the children of Israel, you shall not intermarry with them, nor they with you, Surely, they will turn away your hearts after their gods. Watch this. Solomon clung to these in love. Hello? What do you see? Tell me, what do you see? Yeah, I'm asking you the same question, whether you are being led. What do you see? Do you see what I'm seeing? What are you seeing? Yes, what are you seeing? Disobedience. Why do you call it disobedience? Excellent. Okay. So, this is not the wisdom of God, right? He is not being led. Can you see that? <laughs> can you see that? So, can you see that the wisdom is not of God? Right there. 
Can you see that one? Or you don't see it? So can you say that Solomon was being led by the Spirit? Eh? He wasn't. How do you know that? Yes. Good. He did opposite the word of God. You see, the word of God is also the wisdom of God. The word of God is also the spirit of God. So, because they go together, you see, God's word and God's spirit cannot be counter. In the same way, God's word, God's spirit, and God's wisdom always go together. Is that very clear? Is that clear? But I want you to actually look into this because we're going to look into it. Solomon clung to these in love. So there was a pattern of how one should be led to choose wives to marry as a child of God. Is that not it? Did Solomon follow that wisdom? Did he follow that pattern? Okay. And the author says he clung to these in what? In love. So which says that, which means that it was deliberate. Eh? It was very conscious. It was something that he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. But the question we must ask is, Solomon married how many wives? 700 wives and 300 concubines. It's unimaginable. <laughs> eh? You are you are laughing at Solomon. If I ask you to put down your list, lift up your head. If I ask you to put down your list right now, you are laughing at Solomon. <laughs> hey, stop turning to people. I'm coming, I'm coming to inspect lists. We are before God. Write your list. <laughs> All right. So, 
So watch, watch, watch what, what, what was happening. So the guy had 700 wives, 300 concubines. Watch, watch, watch. You, I want you to watch. Solomon clung to these in love. Ah. So he loved all of them. So Solomon did not marry them because he loved them. Can you love 700 wives and 300 concubines? So clinging to them, to these in love, was actually a ploy. Was a ploy. Look at how the NIV renders it in the verse 3. Everybody go. He had 700 wives of royal birth. Can you see that? He had what? 700 wives of what? Can you see that? The strategy. Royal what? Birth. And 300 what? Concubines. And his wives led him what? Astray. As Solomon grew old, his wives turned his heart after other gods. And his heart was not fully devoted to the Lord his God. As the heart of David his father. Do you know that at the end of Solomon's life, he had only three children? All right. Three children, oh. Three. Look at 1 Kings 4, 11 and 15. Ben Abinadab, in all the regions of Dor, he had Taphaf, the daughter of Solomon, as wife. So, the daughter of Solomon, what's her name? What's her name? Okay, next one. Fifteen. Ahimaaz, in Naphtali, he also took Bismuth, the daughter of Solomon, as wife. So, what's the second? Bismarck. Claire. 43, 11:43. 1 Kings 11:43. Then Solomon rested with his fathers and was buried in the city of David his father. And everybody go. And Rehoboam his son reigned in his place. These are the three children. Two daughters. One girl. Out of 700 wives, 300 concubines.
So the marriage was political. It was political, purely political. He was marrying princesses of royal birth. So when Solomon is your in-law, can you fight him? Will you do business with him? So during his reign, there was peace. Because every nation is represented in his family as a wife. Are you getting it now? You know that in those days, children was like wealth to them. Yes. So if you really married for the sake of that, then you would have many children. No. It was smartness that came from the wealth. So that he will not fight many wars. So the wisdom God gave him, he used the wisdom his own way. Are you getting the point? To promote peace. He did not use it in the way of God. Are you getting it? Do you understand it? So it has its own implications. You see, when we think we are very wise, then we show ourselves as very what? Oh, say it. <laughs> so you see what happened to him? What happened to him? The people too, they are not foolish. When you think you, are, you know what you are doing, they also know what they are doing. So you see, when they are coming, they also bring their gods. So they promote their own worship. So by the time Solomon was done, Israel was in idolatry. So he actually made Israel worse. It was like their worst time. Because rather now, all the nations of the world have come to build altars. And they have high places in Israel. Do you understand it? You know, this is what happened in Genesis. You remember? When evil came upon the face of the earth, the sons of married the daughters eh? of men. The sons of God eh? married the daughters of men. I've taught on this. You remember? 
Solomon actually repeated the cycle. Repeated the cycle. Even his father, who didn't have many wives like that, had 19 children. Besides his concubines and Tama. Besides. 19. Children besides his concubines. And then Tama. Tama was born out of wedlock. So, he did not marry all these women for sexual pleasure. He married them for compromise. So, they see that clinging to these in love was not for sexual pleasure, but to extend his power and his reign. To extend his power. Is political authority. So they gave him women from different nations so there will be no wars with foreign nations. They had become family. So they gave him wives as bones. Can you see it now? As what? Bones. But he didn't know that is by one. Get one God free. Simple. He didn't know that. So, so that was actually what happened. That every time they gave him one, they added their God. As I'm, as I'm talking, are you considering yourself as well? <laughs> yes. Let's, let's, let's all consider. You see, because sometimes you can think that you're being smart, but you are walking in the wisdom of the world, and it comes with a lot of compromises. That, in the end, will hurt the kingdom. Will hurt the kingdom. Will hurt the kingdom. So, If we look at all of this, we can see one thing. The world says there's never been a king like Solomon. God says in all his glory, the lilies of the field have much more glory. 
Are you here with me? Which means what God calls glory is not what the world calls glory. <laughs> so when Apostle Paul says in Romans eh, 3 verse 23, for all have what? Sinned and what? And come short of the glory of God. You see that the glory there is not money. It cannot. It's not wealth. It's not status. It's not fame. Because if that was it, Solomon did not fall short of it. Are you here with me? Second Corinthians six forty and fifty. Let's go. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? What communion can you see it now? Has light with what? Darkness. And what accord has Christ and Belial? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? Can you see the pattern? It still flows into the New Testament. God divided the light from the... Ah, are you getting the point? So the darkness and the light have no fellowship together. What it means is that our ways are different and their ways are what? Different. The one who leads us is different. The one who leads them is what? Different. That's why he said, what accord has Christ and what? Belial. So one is in the kingdom, eh? And he's a kingdom of the devil, and he's led by the word, spirit of what? The devil. One is in the kingdom of light, the kingdom of Christ, and is led by the spirit of who? Of Christ. And that's the wisdom of Christ. Is that very clear? Look at how the TPT, look at how the TPT speaks to it. Second Corinthians 6, 14 to 17, Go. Don't continue to team up with unbelievers in mismatched alliances. For what partnership is there between righteousness and what? So how do they call them? They are rebels. <laughs> Who could mingle light with darkness? What harmony can there between, be between Christ and Satan? Or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? What friendship does God's temple have with demons?
For indeed, we are the temple of the living God. Just as God has said, Ezekiel is quoting, I will make my home in them. Watch. Just that. And do what? So can you see the walk? So whilst he's walking, we are walking. Can you see that? Do you understand that? What I just said, do you understand it? His walk becomes what? Our walk. So what it means is we walk in his light. Is it very clear? So when he say I walk in them, that's what it means. What it means is that we walk in his what? Light. We walk in his light. I will be their God and they will be my people. And I like what he says in the 17. For this reason, everybody go, come out from among them and be can you see? So you see, what their wisdom can never be our wisdom. You may see it's smart. You may call it in vogue. You may give it a name. And the name looks nice and beautiful. It won't change its consequences. It won't change it. Call it whatever name. It won't change it. And it says that. And it says it won't change it. It won't. Nothing. Touch nothing that is unclean. And I will embrace you. I will be a true father to you. And you will be my beloved sons and daughters. Says the Lord Yahweh Almighty. So... We will come back to the introduction. Can you see what we love is very important? Solomon loved these and clung to them. In the beginning, I told you, we are led by our need. We are led by our desire. We are led from our place, the place of our will. So Solomon did all of this because he has loved power, fame, wealth. So his wisdom was now in that direction. Is that very clear? That was what was leading him now. Yes. That is what was leading him now.
So what is leading you? Who is leading you? By what wisdom are you doing what you are doing? By what wisdom are you going where you are going? By, by what wisdom? You see, so you would know. You will know. Can you see the extent to which he went to? To extend his power, his territory. We are led by our need. In other words, what we love. Yet, Christ could only compare the glory of Solomon with the lilies of the field. So it communicates clearly that, that the glory of God is not in aesthetic of buildings, fame, worldly status, worldly wisdom, affluence, and opulence. No. That's why Apostle Paul will say in 1 Corinthians 2, 7 to 8, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Did you hear that? Which none of the rulers of this age knew. So, what they are seeking for that they see as their glory is not what we seek for. You see, if you, if there's an, if it's an issue and you rise up to say something, what led you to rise up to say what you're going to say? When you are hearing something, how do you hear it? Do you know, if you don't hear something by the wisdom of God, you know you can hear something and it can kill you. Do you know you can hear something, it can make you misbehave? Because of the wisdom with which you are what? Hearing it. Hmm. 
which none of the rulers of this age knew. Watch, watch. For had they known, they would not have crucified. Watch, the Lord of what? The Lord of what? The Lord of what? Why is he called the Lord of glory? They will not have crucified the Lord of glory. When we talk about glory, the one who epitomizes it is Christ. He is the Lord of glory. Are you understanding me? But because of their own wisdom and what they see glory as, they didn't see glory in him. <laughs> hey, did you hear what I just said? So they came, watch, face to face with glory. What glory truly is, its wisdom, its spirit, its characteristics, its features, they saw it, but they couldn't recognize it. Why? Their wisdom blinded them. May you never be a believer of that kind. You see, what we are talking about is a serious matter. If you see a believer, that an unbeliever or a carnal believer can move them out of position, they are just like the rulers of this age. They have not yet recognized their glory. So they can easily be moved. They laugh at them and they mock at them and they begin to see glory somewhere else. Ah, are you hearing me? Where they should be seeing glory, they are rather seeing shame. Can you understand, Paul? What communion has light and what? What friendship? <laughs> Jesus. That's why if you don't train your children in the way, 
their friends would exchange the glory. They would rather tell them that their life is shambolic. rather tell them that they are useless. They are hopeless. Have you heard that kind of talk before? Oh, as for Christians, yeah, they don't do anything. They stay in their room and all they are doing is praying. They are useless. Then they wake up praying, 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 praying. As if praying will food, put food on their table. And then when you are also talking, you want to talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, some of those Christians, yeah, that's what they do. We, we don't do that. You are crazy. <laughs> yeah, you are crazy. You are, you are shifting. You are compromising. You are going. Gradually, they are drawing their lines for you. By the time you realize, you've stopped praying. You stop praying. Come on. Listen. God would actually, listen very carefully, would love somebody who spends all their time praying than somebody who spends all their time working. Don't think you are wiser than God. Did you hear what I just said? I'm giving you two things you will consider. When you consider, oh, he spends time praying. This guy he spends time. He all the time. You see, he's working. He's doing his career. He's going to one office to the other. This guy works hard. Lazy boy. Every time he's praying. We will help him to come and work. And because he prays, one of these days. You have good understanding. And he will do some work. But the one that does work in his state and in his understanding, what work does is what he knows. Even when you say, he will tell you. Kashito. He will tell you he will buy you <laughs> and buy your pastor and buy your church building. Are you here with me at all? And God loves the guy who is praying because he will help him in his agenda for the earth. By his intercession, men will be saved. 
That's why the church's head has been turned upside and we are preaching another gospel. We don't teach laziness here. But we don't also uplift materialism. It's a killer of God's functioning in the earth. It is the killer. I said it is the killer. Quote me anywhere. It is the killer. That's why Paul will say that their wisdom comes to what? Nothing. Which wisdom comes to nothing? May you be led by the Spirit. May you be led by the Word. May you be led by His wisdom. Don't let anybody lie to you and make you feel inferior. You are actually in the light and you are in the Lord of glory. Your life is more glorious. The world says no. God says yes. Did you hear what I just said? ingrain it in your children instill it in your children say it to them, tell them sit them down, make sure it enters like the way they make sure it entered you and you are still suffering from it are you hearing me? yes, yes. That's, that's what they did to us when we were kids they make sure it entered us all you are thinking about is your career. Hey, if you don't do anything about it, everybody is going to laugh at you. Nobody ever will talk to you about your spiritual life unless you're going to write exams. True or false? When you're about to write exams, then they'll tell you, have you prayed? Have you done this? Have you done that? And you have to pray. So it becomes our objective. So everybody thinks that we were, were brought to this earth just to come and do career. So all of us think that when I work well and I marry a beautiful lady, we have children, eh? And we go to Bahamas for, yes, you know, and we buy plenty houses. Then when I go, God will say, well done, good and faithful servant. You go see. When you get there, you go see. Yeah. If you get there, then Blemeza will go ahead of you.
called their names. They will go ahead of you. Rockefeller will go ahead of you. He will take all the awards. God will give it. That thing in Genesis is a breaker. It's a very serious thing. How God trained Adam to call the things the way he would call them. And Adam did so exactly. It tells you that, you see, there's a way God sees that he wants us to what? See. And when we do that, then we'll be able to call things the way he will do what? He will call them. It can only be by his spirit. By his wisdom. Otherwise, the world will lead us to call things the way they call them. When God says this is glory, we say it is shame. So you see a believer doing well as a believer. I'm talking about doing the things of God with agency, with joy. And all of a sudden, sometimes even the preacher man will say something and will slight him as if he's a useless person. Yes. Because he has not built an estate. He's useless. And most of us feel the same way. And we are pursuing life with covetousness. And with greed. And he's making young people die. And die. And die. And die. Very early. Because our eyes are full of greed. And we are suffering from diseases. We are not suffering from high blood pressure. Yes. I'm not joking. High blood pressure. High blood pressure. Young boys. The kinds of diseases young boys and young girls are getting these days. Because everybody's mind. Because we've been told, this is how the world should be. This is how I should be. Because you're working at calculating figures. They send you with somebody's money. What do you do? Have to balance. Because your mind is running. Get some. Take some. some. Becomes your temptation. Because money, 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 money. The wisdom of the world. What was ordained for our glory is not what the rulers know. When the rulers are teaching you and they are instructing you, and they are, everything they are saying, they are talking about the wisdom of the devil. Don't let that instruct you and instruct your future. Don't live your life on it. Are you hearing me? Don't live your life on it. Don't. 
It's a killer. It's a setup. Do you know that they set Jesus up the same way? You don't know? Where was he led after the first day he started his public ministry? He was baptized. True or false? Matthew 4. He was led by the Spirit into what? And he fasted. Did he fast and pray? Right after the fasting and prayer, what happened? The devil came. What did the devil tell him? He should turn these stones to what? Bread. Dharma. That's the first thing. You have, to, you have to get something to, you have to make sure that the stomach is, and you see, that's why Jesus said, life is more than food and what? Clothing. It's more than. So straight away, the enemy was just introducing him by the wisdom of the world. He said, fall down. He will come and pick you. Are you getting the point? Yeah, show your power. Power. And then he showed him the glories of what? This world. The glories. Can you understand it now? The glories of this world. 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 It is not the glories of our God. It is not. It is not. It's not. It is not. I'm going to show you something. Go to Genesis. Everybody go to Genesis. Chapter 4. Genesis chapter 4 verse 17. I want you to look at it. Genesis chapter 4 verse 17. Look at it. Everybody read it. Go. And Cain knew his wife. And she conceived. And bore Enoch. Uh-huh. And he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son. Did you see that? So, wait. Cain built a city. I'm going to show you something. Cain, who killed his brother? Eh? Abel. Hello? Was very successful. The first person who made us see sin in action. Tangible. Are you getting the point? He was angry. No man has ever been angry before. Eh? Yeah. Angry. And then his anger, by his anger, he killed his brother. Murder. First time. He built a city. The one he killed didn't do anything. But when Jesus came, Jesus called Abel righteous. I'm going to show you under what condition he built a city. So you know that what you call success is not what God calls success. Go to 16. Just before the 17. I want you to lift up your head. Read it. Go. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod 
on the east of Edith. So he had been thrown out of what? Edith. Eh? He, he's out of God's what? Presence. 17. And Ken knew his wife. So people give birth without the presence of God. Yakwe Choko. Lante Mami. Yakwe. That's where I come from. My family house is there. Choko. Akwa Jebu. Whether you have blocked the road before to do outdooring, come and see. When you are talking, you are talking. You've not even blocked the road before. I have blocked the road four times. <laughs> yeah. So, so he went out of the presence of the knew his wife. She conceived, bore, and he built a city. The first man to build a city. He built it when he went out of God's presence. So if you say God's glory is building a city, the first man built a city without God's glory, without God's presence. So don't think that, you see, when you are doing well, what you call it, and you are having a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of connections and all, then it means that you are pleasing God. It's not true. It, it, are you kidding? It is not the, the, the yardstick. It's a lie. It's a lie. How a person yearns for the things of God. How they are quick to serve for the things of God. You will know their heart is for God. David, with all of his money. Do you know that David wanted to build a house for God? Do you know that? And God said no. Can you see that? So can you see that it's a privilege? He had the money. He wanted to do it. God said no. So, 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 so when you are actually asked to do things like that, it's a privilege. That God would accept that you build for him is a... Because somebody even had the money. He said no. He said no. He said no. He built a city. If I, if I take you to his descendants, it was his descendants that started the metal industry. Yes. Music. You love music. It was Cain, his son, Jubal, who actually invented music. Yes, and the first instrument is called Jubal. 
That's Cain's descendant. Agriculture, Cain is descendant. So if he, that is success, he achieved all of this out of what? God's presence. So that's the wisdom of That's not the wisdom of God. That's not being led by the Spirit. It can include so. But that's not what it is. Praise God. Are you understanding me? Is it very clear? Look at 1 John 1. 7 to 8. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ. His son cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive, us, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not. Can you see that? We walk in the light. He says if we have the light, we walk in and we fellowship one with what? Say we fellowship one with another. So we all have in the wisdom of the light we all have a way we do things. It is called fellowship. We fellowship one. There's one common bond. Are you getting the point? And we have a way of doing things. We have a way of what? We have a way of what? Say it like you mean it. We have a way of what? So we do things in a certain way. We have fellowship one with another. Fellowship. 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 Okay. And then you see what he says. That if we say we have no sin in us, what? We have no sin. We deceive and the truth is not. Okay. So the blood of Jesus cleanses, his, um, uh, 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 cleanses us from all sin. So what it is is that it must be clear that in his light, we are lighted up. It will only be in his light. It will never be by ourselves. Watch. So, be intentional about walking in his wisdom. Even if you make mistakes, you'll be cleansed. Ah, are you getting the point? Yeah. Rather than walking out of what? He's, is that very clear? Can you believe what happened to Saul? He didn't even make the attempt. Can you see that? Even when he was pushed to go and be with them, cry, he was not. He was not. But David was in fellowship. Even when he made a mistake, what did he do? He said, do not let your Holy Spirit depart from... Are you getting the point? Yes. 
He said, cleanse me, O Lord. You see, he cleanses us from all sins. Are you getting the point? Because his mind, everything was to walk in what? The light. He was intentional about it. He was intentional about it. You must be intentional. You have the light. Be intentional to walk in what? The light. Sometimes you make mistakes. Come back. And you'll be led right. Is that very clear? Yes. Yes. Until you master it. Yes. You should know how to hear. You should know how to, you know that he says, I mean, you know that he's the one talking to you. You know, you've mastered it because you are intentional about it. You know the word so much. You studied the word. You listen to the audios. So you know his wisdom. When you see, you know God is talking. You can divide the word. Can you imagine if Jesus could not divide the word well? Because the devil quoted the word. Just like he did in Genesis. He quoted Deuteronomy to Jesus. Say, so he said, you, should, you can turn stones into bread. Why don't you do that? But who is the one instructing me in the first place? And to turn stones into bread. Now, no. The same word you're talking about speaks differently. You are losing context. So when the devil speaks to you and you know the word, you know the context. You can tell the devil, get out. You are lying. How many of you know the word? How many of you know the word? If you know the word, you recognize his leading. Look at Ephesians 5, verse 8. For you were once darkness, but now you are light. In the Lord, walk as children of light. Oh, let's all read together. For you were once darkness. Oh, let's all read together. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children. You were once darkness. Your former state. You are showed. Now you are light in the Lord. In the Lord Jesus. Don't forget, he's the Lord of glory. So you are actually in glory. Are you getting the point? Yes. You are in glory. So he says, walk as what? Children of light. Can I say walk out children of glory? Are you getting the point? Yeah. Can I say walk as children in his light? In his wisdom? You know that the light is also wisdom. Illumination. Is that very clear? Did Paul say that? To flood your eyes. Is that clear? That you are being enlightened. Being enlightened. Being enlightened, being enlightened, being enlightened, being enlightened. The spirit of revelation. Huh? In the knowledge of Christ. 
enlightened, walk as children. Children, the seed of light, the blueprint of his light. Praise God. The DNA, we carry his light. We carry his wisdom. You cannot be confused. You can never be confused. No, you are a child of light. You walk in light. Your steps are brighter. And they shine brighter, brighter, brighter onto the perfect day. Onto the perfect day. Onto the per That's why you cannot be deceived. No, how can they deceive you? You cannot be deceived. Unless you are looking at something else. And you are finding glory in other things. But if you find glory in his wisdom, who can deceive you? You will see well. You will see well. You will see well. You will see in his light. 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 Do you know what God did? God saw darkness. He called light. Why? In the midst of the darkness, he could see light. He could see light. So he cannot be confused. He cannot. The man made a mistake. Ah, but in that mistake, God says, I still see light. Are you getting the point? It is not the end of the matter. I know what I've done. I know the finished product. So you don't see sickness and say, I'm dead. No, you don't see that. No, that's not the wisdom of God. You are not walking as a child of light. Are you getting the point? Yes. No. You don't say, oh, this one there, uh, I've lost. You don't lose. No. Children of God don't lose. I, you don't lose. Paul said, whether I die or I live is gain. It's gain. It's gain. That's the wisdom of God. In eternity, you are gaining. Are you getting the point? If you are in this life too, the devil is losing. Ah, are you, so whichever way, he is losing. That's the wisdom of God. You understand who you are. You walk in that light. You walk in that wisdom. You walk in that understanding. Everybody says things are going down. He said, no. I'm led by the spirit. I am walking into opportunities. I'm walking into new territories. I am getting something out of this. No, I can't lose it. No, I can't. Are you understanding me? You speak by the authority of God's word. It's also the authority of God's spirit. You're a child of light. You walk in the 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 light. Oh, as for this thing, oh, it has come to an end. No, not for me. No, not for me. No. No, I see continuity. No, 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 I see completion. Whatever I start, I finish. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was led to start. And therefore, I will finish it. Are you understanding the point? Yes. What my fingerprints touch, those same hands that touched it, those same hands shall finish it. That's how we talk. We speak under the unction of the spirit. We speak. Ephesians 5. Go to the 18. 
Go to the 18. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. In the Spirit, how do you speak? 19. Speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your heart to the Lord. Oh, praise God. We speak like God. We speak hymns. We speak psalms. We speak spiritual songs. We speak the melody of God in our heart. Hey, we have songs of praises. Are you getting the point? Because we have testimonies in our mouth. Whenever we speak, because we are led, we are filled with the spirit. Listen, we see situations bow. Circumstances bow. Our way is made clear. We see what God sees. We call what God calls. We do what God does. And in the end, everything else that is not of him bows to us. Why? We are functioning in his wisdom. Why? We are filled with his spirit. His spirit is the infilling of also his wisdom. Are you getting a point? Yes. Okay. Anytime we say we are filled with his spirit and his spirit is upon us, what we are saying is that the spirit has overflow. There's an overflow. Okay. So we, have, we are overflooded by his spirit. So what it is that the spirit in us is that same spirit that is upon us. We are overflowing. Are you getting the point? And so there are things around us that the spirit is touching. That the spirit is leading us to. That the spirit is making an impact on. So you see, when you walk by his spirit and you are led by his spirit, even people around you benefit. They benefit. They benefit. Your wisdom becomes God's wisdom. Whilst everybody is in conflict, you are in peace. They learn from you. Are you getting the point? Yes. What nobody can take, you can take it. You have the capacity to take it. Yes. You will take it. You will take it. What kills others will not kill you. Because you are led by his spirit. Are you understanding me? You're led. You are led. You are led. I am led. I am led. I am led. I am not walking in darkness. No, I am walking in light. I'm a child of light. I am full of light. I am blazing. I blaze. I blaze. I blaze. If, listen, there's a scan all around in your body. You don't understand because you are in light. Diseases can't hide in your body. Ah, there's a CCTV on it. You put it on it and call it. Are you getting the point? Yes. Call it. Call it. Call it. If you don't understand this, 
you will see the enemy always coming in to come and say, oh, you, and then you'll be talking to your ears, and you are also listening, and whilst you are listening, you are imagining, and you are putting fear around everybody, and everybody calls you, and you begin to narrate the issue, and narrate, you are narrating everything according to the wisdom of the world. Being led by the Spirit is not dramatic. It is an everyday action. We do it moment by moment. As I'm speaking right now, I am speaking because I am led. Are you getting the point? I should be able to hear and speak. Are you getting the point? I should know when to turn, when not to turn. I should know exactly what to do. I should be in command by the Spirit. And when you speak by the Spirit, you get results of the Spirit. When you speak the flesh, you get results of the flesh. Who is leading you? Who is leading you? What is leading you? By what wisdom are you functioning? Everybody said, I'm going to that school. She said, oh, okay. Is that school? These days there, is that school? Me too, I'll go there. Oh, really? Oh, everybody said, I'm doing this now. Say, oh, really? Everybody is doing it too. Me too. Are you sure? That's not the way we walk. No. He said walk. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Is he leading you to do what you said you want to do? Is he leading you? Is he the one leading you? Tell me, is he the one leading you? Oh, listen, you are not motivated by money. I say, oh, a lot of money is going to be there, so I'm going. No, that's not how you walk. You don't walk like the people who are dark. dark. You are not darkness. You were once darkness. You were once darkness. You are no more darkness. Now you are light. You take counsel by the wisdom of God. Not by the counsel of this world. Because there's money, I'm going. No, we don't move by money. We move by his wisdom. We move by his wisdom. We see in his light. He is the fountain of life. In his light, we see light. Your light is not darkness. Your eye is full of light. Because your heart is full of light. You will see well. I said you will see well. I said you will see well. I said you will see well. And you will call it well. Because you are seeing it well. You will call it well. And you will do it well. You are going to walk into it. And you will seize it. Because God has already given it to you. Like he told Israel. He said, I have given you the land. Go and see the land. Friday, that's what we're going to talk about. What are you seeing? What are you seeing? What are you seeing? And we're going to see. We are going to see. You are going to see what you have to see. You are not going to be like Israel. When they should be seeing a land flowing with milk and honey, they were seeing giants. They decided what they want to see. They didn't see what God wanted them to see. So they started throwing stones. Most of the stones we throw is because we see what we want to see. We don't see in his light. Most of the sicknesses that come is because we don't see his light. We're not able to call it and call it off. We throw stones. Most of us throw stones at God. Because we are seen through the darkness and the filter of the world. 
Change that filter. Shine your eyes. See in his light. Don't call it what they are calling it. Don't. You remember carefully. When we went for the meeting. The meeting we went for is a landmark meeting. That's why most of you had personal encounters. You see, the personal encounters you were having, God made you have those encounters so that you will know that in what he has sent you to do, he's with you. Something that you can never forget. That will stay with you for good. Personal encounters. So he made you see certain things. And if you can continue to see them, that nobody shuts your eye with another word, with another comment, with another gesture, and somebody shuts your eye, and all of a sudden it makes you go blind. And you begin to wobble in darkness. When you are filled with light, it shall not be your portion. Oh, did you hear what I said? It shall not be your portion. You must decide. You must decide. Flow in his light. Give vision to what he has shown you. Amplify it. Amplify it. Amplify it. See. Open your eyes wide. I see. What he showed me. I mean, nobody can make me forget. When I saw him. On the 29th of March. How can I forget? Tell me how. I cannot. It's an experience. He showed me. I saw it. I experienced it. It's a fact. For me, this is the truth. Nobody can tell me Jesus is not alive. Nobody can tell me. I've seen it. I've seen it. I saw he spoke. And everything he's told me, I can see them coming to pass. Yeah. I won't shut my eyes on this experience. Are you hearing me? Yes. I won't shut my eyes. I won't shut my eyes. I won't shut my eyes. And on that day, you know what I saw? I'll tell you. I saw a tree beautifully shaped. And it has branches. And the branches have been shaped and they've been given direction. You see, and they are going this way. They are going that way. They are going this way. And they are in like stages. And they are climbing up to the sky. And their roots are very deep. They are going to be shoots of this ministry. Into every part of this world. You will see it happening. Yes, you will see it happening all over the world. It's shooting, it's shooting, it's shooting. And I saw it so strong. The tree is so, it's not a small tree. Shooting. It's a landmark. I cannot forget this. It stays with me. What are you seeing? What are you seeing? You are seeing this thing will kill you. Is that what you are seeing? You are not being led. You are not being led. You are being led by science. Don't let science lead you. 
oh, the business is failing. It will fail. No, you are allowing economies to lead you. Are you hearing me? Let the spirit lead you. When the spirit is leading you, you will see what God sees. And you will call it what God calls it. Don't give it another name. Don't give it. That subject is so difficult. It's not difficult. Call it God's name. Call it. Call it. Command it. I'm getting that job. I'm getting that job. As a matter of fact, I'll get the best. Yes, I'll get the best. According to his design and assignment for me, I'm walking into that opportunity because God would let me have it because I have the kingdom in mind. That is my focus. I'm walking to something that will help the kingdom and we shall produce God's work. Let him lead you. Let him lead you. Let him lead you. Let him lead you. Your eyes should see your souls growing, growing, and growing, and growing, and growing. Giving birth to children, children, children in the Lord Jesus, 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 walking the supernatural. What are you seeing? What are you seeing? What are you seeing? What are you seeing? Shh. I say the last thing. You pray for somebody. As you pray for them. You yourself will pray. Right after you pray. You saw the sickness coming back. What are you seeing? Who is showing you that vision? It's of the devil. Shut your eyes to it. And open your eyes well. And by your spiritual eyes, see. See, 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 see. See the healing. See the power of God. Flowing in that situation. See. How you see your children. The way these days the children are going in this world. As for my children, I don't even know. Oh, really? See well. Your children are children of the Lord. These children, they shall be for me a sign and a wonder. Your children shall be a sign and a wonder. They shall grow in the fear of the Lord. They shall grow in the grace of the Lord. Open your eyes to it and see it. No, no, no child of mine shall go wayward. It's not my portion. I see it. I see it. Walking in the light. They are all 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 walking in the light. They are instructed in the light. Grace, glorious grace. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.